What's going on, everyone? Alex De Silva, happy as Larry Group. I hope you are well. Welcome to another episode of the Feel Good Show. It is fantastic to be here. I hope you had an amazing week. And I would love to introduce my guest. My guest today is Tisha. She, uh, we have come together through an inner circle mentoring program that we're both on at the moment. And I was really taken by um, what she's currently doing at the moment. She is the owner of Bully Aware. And I won't say so much more on this, but what I want to do is I want us to kind of go straight into the conversation and for us to, for her to explain exactly what she's doing. So Tisha, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm doing very good. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I... You know, I know that we've kind of, you know, we've, we're, we're on this, this, this program together. And, you know, last time, you know, you were about, and, you know, your, your notes talk about, you know, you, you went into this to help to prevent bullying. And yeah. I wanted to jump straight into this topic because this topic, it kind of hits me in the heart because I got bullied when I was in school. Um, two reasons. Yeah, one, I was fat, and two, I couldn't speak the language. You know, I came over from Brazil when I was younger, couldn't speak the language, and I got teased. You know, I got teased, I got bullied, and thankfully, um, you know, I, I I stuck up for myself, you know, but that's not always the case with, with certain kids, even adults, is it? Yeah, it's very true, very true. No, not all kids um, know how to stand up for themselves, Um and for some reason, other kids pick on, you know, kids who don't know how to defend themselves or don't know how to stand up for themselves. And, you know, if there is not an intervention uh, done on this bullying, it can really have serious consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, you we all hear about the stories in the social media where children actually kill themselves because they were bullied and because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they gave up, they didn't see any hope for them anymore. Mm. And, you know, that just affects me so much. Yeah. And so that's why I started Bully Aware, because I was bullied myself as a child. I was bullied with my name. And I actually changed my name when I went to high school to stop the bullying, mm-hmm. because I didn't see any other way. And it was actually um, taking the course and the mentoring program you talked about mm-hmm. that made me grow as a person. And it made me think, you know, I'm now 42. I can change my name back now. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. So, but there you see, uh, it has so much impact on someone. It had a huge impact on myself. Yeah. And unfortunately, one of my children was also um, bullied on middle school. Mm-hmm. And... I tried everything as a parent. You know, most parents, of course, they do try everything. You go to school, you know, you talk to the teacher, you talk to the director, maybe. Uh, maybe sometimes you talk to other parents, but most of the time, um, it doesn't make a difference. And what happens is the child who is being bullied uh, is taken out of the class and parents put them in another school just because they see no other way to solve the bullying. Mm-hmm. And that just breaks my heart because, you know, the child who is the bully himself, he has no consequences or she, mm-hmm. she can stay in her class and all is fine. But I think these children also have problems, you know, not only mm-hmm. the victim, mm-hmm. but um, um, the perpetrators. Um, mm-hmm. That's maybe uh, a tough term because uh, my target are children, 
Mm-hmm. But the children who bully other children, they bully for a reason. You know, yeah. behind every um, behavior, there lies a reason beneath this behavior. Most of the time, it's also insecurities or problems in the home situation that causes them to feel less, to feel less confident, insecure. And mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, you know, they act out on other children to make themselves feel better. Yeah, no, absolutely. The consequences are so, are so serious, you know. It can cause uh, mental illnesses. It can cause depression or, you know, or stomach aches or nightmares. Mm-hmm. Children don't want to go to school anymore. It's just, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. so, it's a serious problem still. Mm-hmm. It, it is. has been for many years and it still yeah. is. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It, it, it's a real, uh, I'm... <laughs> you know, for, for me, and you, you can probably relate to this as well. You know, the experience I had around that used to make me anxious. You know, it made me anxious. I didn't want to go to school. You know, I didn't want to go and face those kids. And, uh, it wasn't just in school. Um, where I used to live as, as a, as a kid, there were a couple of kids in the block that I used to live and they could knock on the door uh, because my, you know, my, my, my family would be, would be working and and often I'd I'd be at home on my own and, you know, just kind of be watching TV and, or there'll be that transition when, you know, maybe my parents would be going out or, you know, and then my aunties and uncles would be be coming back. So there'd always be a period where I'd be on my own and these kids would always come around and knock on the door. And, um, and I will never forget. I always remember looking through, you know, the, the kind of the peephole and, you know, these kids are knocking on the door and they can see that I'm, I'm on the other side of the door, but I just didn't want to open the door. You know, it got to the point where I just didn't want to open and I was so scared because there were no mobile, no mobile phones back then, you know, so it's not like I could text my mom and say, listen, these kids are hounding me. Um, you know, and, and, and it got, it got pretty bad, you know, it got pretty bad that somehow they, they managed to break into my house and steal money. Um, they managed to ramish through, through the stuff. I was in a living room. I didn't even know this was happening. And, uh, and then my, my family then came out and said, have you taken this money? And, uh, it was like rent money that they were kind of, they used to put aside in a pot and these oh. kids walked in and nicked this money. And, um, yeah, and I, and I got in trouble for it. And then I turned around and said to them, I said, listen, it's not me. And I, and then I had to fess up and say, look, these kids keep coming around and they keep knocking on the door and they keep threatening. They keep asking me to give them money. I had to give them money. And I remember taking out like this pot of just pennies and, you know, and just counting them up and then just giving it to these kids so they'll go away, but they didn't go away. They just kept coming back, coming back. And then eventually I had to tell my parents and, um, and they did the right thing, you know, and they called the police and everything. And, and thankfully these kids disappeared. But, um, yeah, it's, it's one of these things that that's, that's the reason why I was really looking forward to speaking to you because that can really scar somebody, you know, yeah. it can really leave, um, yeah, you know, yeah. a, a scar, right? It, it really does. And, yeah, and it's one of these things yeah, that it, it affected you to the point where, you know, even up until now you, you, you were carrying a different name. Um, that's, that's, it's insane, isn't it? And I think, how are you finding at the moment, you know, with, with your kids? I really want to touch on this with technology nowadays, you know, social media. Social media has been a huge one. Um, Snapchat, you know, Instagram, they seem to be the two where they, Snapchat in particular, they go into groups. And it's happened with, with my daughter. And I know this happened in different cases where she's even said to me, 
listen, you know, she's kind of just confided in me, you know, with certain things that she had seen and uh, where if a kid doesn't like the way you're behaving or if you say something to them, what they'll do is they'll stick you in the group and these other group of kids, they'll then just start to berate you with, you know, insults and, you know, and say things to you. Um, have you come across anything like that, you know, whether with your kids or have you heard this being done, you know, where you are? I have had experience uh, with this with my one of my children. I have a combined family with six children. So um, we have a big family. And one of my children in these days, um, they have WhatsApp groups uh, for their classes. Right. So what happened was with my son, who is now 15, but back then he was like 13 or 14, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this WhatsApp group, there was bullying going on. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a remark, a girl in class, and then a lot of kids, not all of them, but a lot of kids just jumped on that girl, you know, made nasty comments in the mm-hmm. group chat, um, in the WhatsApp group from the class. And, you know, there's also a teacher there who saw this and, of course, he intervened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that was only the next day. So what happened was the night before, the afternoon after school, and the whole night, this went on and on and on. Mm. Up to a point where this girl just left the group, um, you know, because she just couldn't take it anymore. Mm. And there you see what can happen, you know, in only a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, mm. You know, when they feel so uh, attacked by the whole group. And yeah. yeah. If I were her, I would also leave the group. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yes. Yeah. But, you know, that that's not the idea of a group chat, you know. It's meant for mm. every student. And she mm. has every right to be there and to feel okay in this group. But mm. cyberbullying is also a huge problem. Yeah. And mm. what I've noticed is that, you know, when my older children, my oldest daughters are now uh, 19 and almost 21, mm-hmm. they didn't get a mobile phone uh, until they went to high school. So mm. they were like 13 or something. Mm-hmm. But in these days, the kids are getting younger and younger mm. uh, and getting on social media. Mm. Um, kids are going on iPads at home. They have Wi-Fi. They are watching YouTube. They are going on Facebook. They are watching all kinds of things, and they yeah. are like, uh, you know, at risk of being a victim of this also. Yeah, yeah, and, so and that's, that's, that's a real risk for for kids getting younger and younger on social media. Yeah, well, this is a thing, right? And it's what what I find. You know, I I speak at schools. And uh, this is something that often comes up, you know, about kids being bullied and, you know, how social media now is is being portrayed and the use of social media and the use of mobile phones. It's one of these things where it's it's becoming, you know, we specialize in, in addiction as well, addictive behaviors. And this is one of the things that we're finding more and more and more now. Kids are, are using this to, to the point where it just becomes their life completely. And one of the things that I found, and I'd like your opinion on this is that kids are now relying on social media to validate how they feel so you know somebody will post a selfie or they'll post a picture um you know whether it's on you know whether it's on live or or whatever it is or they'll, they'll just post something with a caption and you know there's been often you know when when i've i've spoken amongst you know a group of kids and you know there's been times when there's about 200 kids there and every single one of them, I said to them, what would you do if your post got, you know, I said to them, stand up and sit down. So I said, stand up if, or stay standing, if, you know, um, if you would be happy if your post got, 
you know, 100 likes, a lot of kids sat down. And if you got more than that, then they, they stay standing. I said, what about if you just got 10? Probably 95% of the kids sat down, you know, because, and, and that for me, I said to them, what's the difference between 10 and 100 likes? And he said to them, it's everything. So I said, so what would you naturally do? I said, I'd delete the post. And that broke my heart because wow. I said to them, amazing. yeah, I said to them, I said, do you know what you're actually doing? I said, do you guys understand that that behavior is really damaging to you? And they went, what do you mean? I said, well, you're relying on external sources to fund your happiness. And, and I was just, I was completely, you know, and it, and it happens all the time. You know, I see my, do- my daughter posts things on, you know, she posts things online and, you know, and, and my son does also. And, I, and I've seen how, how it happens. And what's your view on this stuff? And, and with what you're doing at the moment with, with your business, you know, I'd like to know more a little bit about that. But, but first of all, you know, what's your view on that? You know, and, and the way kids are behaving now. Because um, surely that, you know, do you think that's an element of self-bullying where, you know, you're, you're almost, um, you're kind of going into suffering um, in a sense where you're putting yourself out there and if you're not getting the acknowledgement that you like, you know, and, and it's almost like it's a, it's a rejection, isn't it? You know, if you don't get as many likes, then you start to then feel rejected. Then you start to go into suffering. Then you start to feel pain. And then you start to chase, you know, that feeling even more. Um, what's your view around that stuff? Well, I think you're right. I think it's um, that's that's a huge risk. Um, that uh, that's not only for children, uh, I guess. Uh, that's also yeah. for adults. True. Um, but you know, we as adults, I'm so happy I grew up in uh, without internet back <laughs> then. <laughs> true. You know, I just went <laughs> all days. I played outside, and you know, mm. that was just. Um, yeah, that was just great having a childhood like that. And mm. kids growing up in this age of everything becoming so digital, uh, we really need to be aware that they don't become dependent for their self-confidence on digital likes, you know. So I think there's a very important role here for parents and caretakers and teachers mm. uh, to be aware of this and that we teach them skills uh, on how they can, you know, be more confident and they can get confidence without Facebook or Instagram or whatever they are on. Snapchat is very popular among young people. So mm-hmm. I think we have a very important role there and we, we really need to teach them how to be confident and how to have real life friendships mm-hmm. instead of, you know, those 200 friends on Snapchat mm-hmm. who are not really your friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are just a digital presence, uh, mm. but they are not the ones you actually meet um, and talk to. So mm. I think we have a very important role to teach them this yeah. um, and be very aware um, you know, that they don't slide away uh, in this digital life mm-hmm. uh, and forget what real life is about. Yeah. No, definitely couldn't agree more. What what do you think parents could do better with their kids? Not that we, I guess sometimes we can't necessarily avoid the bullying from happening, but what, in your opinion, with what you're doing, parents can do not so much better, but differently. Um, differently. Mm. Well, 
they can start by putting their phones down more often. Mm. Um, <laughs> I recently saw a, um, it was like a, a protest Mars in Germany mm -hmm. uh, from kids who mm -hmm. protested uh, against parents who were always on their phone. <laughs> really, um, I posted about LinkedIn, um, LinkedIn about this. Yeah. And that really shows that, you know, um, that's why I love children so much because mm -hmm. children seem to know what really matters in life. Mm -hmm. If you ask children, what do you want? What do you like? They say they want to spend time with their mom and dad. They want mm -hmm. to do nice things. Obviously, they don't want to do homework, but yeah. no, but what they're at a younger age, you know, mm -hmm. um, they just want a roof over their head and they want to have food and they want to spend time with you, with the mm. people who matter to them mm. and make happy memories. That's what they think is important. And yeah. I think as parents, um, we really need to focus on this more. If you give your child a good foundation uh, from the start up, you know, from when they are little, the first seven years in uh, mm. a child growing up are crucial. Yeah. Uh, if there are any traumatic events in those first seven years, this can really, they can take this with them to adult life mm -hmm. um, and have issues with this. Yeah. So it's very important as parents that we give our children a good, solid, safe environment, mm -hmm. uh, you know, where they feel uh, the parents love them um, and where they feel safe so they can talk about anything. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that is that we really spend quality time with them and that's what parents also can do is give them responsibilities give them little tasks to do in the house mm. because when they are little they actually like it when they yeah. become a teenager they don't want to do it anymore yeah. <laughs> okay. but at those young age you know the the middle middle school children they like to help their mom and dad in the house around the house you can just give them little tasks give them little responsibilities uh, and this can even be simple things, but giving them those responsibilities uh, and not being nitpicking about it, mm. um, that will give them self-confidence because they are responsible for this um, and they feel like they matter. They feel that, like they can also add value to the mm. family. Yeah. So these little things can help for their confidence. Spending quality time with your children obviously helps. You know, If yeah. they have a soccer game or if they have a ballet practice or something, Go there, watch your child and wave at them. Because mm. when I'm with my kids outside and I try to do, you know, a lot of activities with them, and it doesn't all have to cost a lot of money, you know, even walking mm. in the forest, yeah. taking a ball with you, you know, that's just free mm. of money. Yeah. But they just, they love it, you know, because mm. they spend time with you. Mm. And what happens so much, uh, what my children do is when they, when they play, they say, mom, watch what I can. Mom, watch me, watch me. I can mm. show you something. And yeah. that's just them saying, I want your attention. I want your appreciation. That's what they need. Yeah. So that's what parents can do. Uh, be there for your child and also make sure uh, there's a safe environment. When they feel safe, they can talk about anything. Yeah. Because there was um, a study done by the U.S. Uh, justice Department. Uh, it was a study about school crimes, mm -hmm. but it also had numbers about bullying. And in this study, it said that um, of all bullied children, only 43% reached out to an adult for help. And this means that 57% does not reach out for help. 
And mm. that's shocking, I think, because yeah. that's the majority of children um, that has an issue, yeah. uh, which can really lead to mental uh, health issues if we mm. don't intervene quickly. Yeah. You know, when the bullying starts and, you know, if, if you're bullied once, okay, but bullying, if it continues, it can really mean that your child will be developing mental issues. And mm. if you don't deal with this, they can take that to them with, that's adult life. And it can have problems in their relationships, in their mm. working relationships, in their marriage, maybe. Yeah. So it's so important that our children talk to us. And so as a parent, you really need to make sure that uh, at home, it's a safe place, safe environment where they feel at ease. Yeah. Uh, when the, and they will talk to you about anything. Yeah. No, it's yeah. so true. I think, I think parents, you know, sometimes, you know, we can be just as guilty, you know, of, of being on our phones because, you know, everything nowadays seems to transfer into this. You know, it's easy for work to be in here to pick up an email, to pick up a call, you know, so, and it's so easy, isn't it? Just to say, I'm just going to answer this very quickly or, you know, and, and next thing you know, it can lead, you know, it's that, I always believe, you know, sometimes it's that split second of, you know, of, of attention that can make a huge difference, you know, in, 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 in a child's life, you know, and, and exactly as you said, one of the things I do, and I said to my daughter, um, you know, we're, we're very open. We talk to each other quite a lot. We, we had a few words today, <laughs> but you know, this is the thing, but we speak, you know, and then we talk about things and sometimes we get passionate, but, but we do we talk about it you know and then we'll we'll kind of we're very similar she's a she's a, a girl version of of me and you know and, and we're both very passionate and very strong characters but but this is the one thing that we developed you know and i love her so much for that that we've we've built that bond where well, we can talk about things you know and, and sometimes she'll even say to me dad it's fine i'm okay you know because i worry you know i worry as a parent because I was there as a child, you know, and, you know, and, and sometimes I think she knows it comes from a good place. Um, but it, it's, it's that trust, isn't there, where you have to build that with the, with the parent. And I think sometimes what I found is sometimes we miss where our place as parents are, you know, sometimes, you know, yeah. some kids feel as though that they can't go to their parents because, you know, the, the parents role is, well, you know, you just do as you're told, you know, and, and I, I remember that, you know, I remember that feeling of, you know, you just do as you're told and that's it. Stop crying. Don't do this. Don't do that. So my initial thought was, well, I don't want to go to my mum with that or my aunties or my uncles because they're just going to tell me to, to stop being stupid or, you know, stop being silly, you know, which has yeah. happened before, you know. But then, yeah. you know, I also realize sometimes is that <clears throat> as parents, you know, there's no rule book for this stuff, you know, and hence the reason why I wanted to ask you because, you know, you, you've experienced, you know, your, your kids, you know, going through, um, you know, through being bullied, um, you know, but it seems as though, what did you learn from that? That's something I really want to find out, you know, because that's an important thing for you as a parent. And I'd love to get your, your thoughts on, you know, how you were before. And then once that happened, what did you learn from that? And what did you then do differently? Well, um, you know, when my daughter was being bullied, um, I was at the time also going through a very difficult situation myself because mm -hmm. I was going through a very difficult divorce at the mm -hmm. time. 
um, a violent divorce, actually. Uh, And this also, you know, this, especially her, it traumatized her. And and that can also have an effect on how she deals with emotions and Mm. reacts to other children. Mm. But um, what happened was, it was in the fifth grade. She was like eight, I believe. Mm -hmm. What happened was, she came home from school. And she told me there was an anti-club against her, just her, in her class. Mm -hmm. There were girls in her class who made a club Mm -hmm. to... uh, Initiated by one girl, but this club of girls even sent a fake friend to my daughter. Because Mm -hmm. my daughter didn't have much friends at the time also. Mm -hmm. She sent, they sent a fake friend to her um, to confide in her and to get to tell her with you know, some confidential stuff that girls have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they would take that knowledge back to the anti-Barbara club because my daughter's name is Barbara. Right. And they would just, you know, gossip about it and, and laugh about her. And, mm. and those girls were eight. And wow. I just, my daughter told this and I have seen movies about this, you know, but yeah. that were movies about kids in high school. Yeah. And this was middle school. And I have never heard about this before. And this, it was, it was, I was so shocked. And of course, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to the teacher and I talked about this. And the teacher, she was a really nice lady. She was also shocked. She said, I have never seen this before. Yeah. Not at this age. Yeah. So that was, that was also exceptional. And the teacher tried her best, you know. Um, she tried to make sure that my daughter sat in a um, in a nice group of children that she liked. And she had one friend in that class, mm-hmm. one, yeah. uh, because that was a girl who also didn't have many friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she befriended my daughter, you know, so mm-hmm. they would put those two together. So that was mm-hmm. really nice of the school that, yeah. you know, they, uh, they sat next to each other and could give each other support. But the rest of the class, it, it was... Yeah, it was not good. And um, I doubted at the time to take her out of that school and put her in a new school. Mm -hmm. But my problem was that I was also going through a difficult divorce. So the situation wasn't stable to begin with. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, if I take her out of that class, I know she has her best friend in this class. So if I take her away from this, then what will she get in return? Mm -hmm. And that was, un, you know, that was a uncertainty that I was dealing with. So mm-hmm. then I decided to uh, not take her out of the class, and uh, then she stayed in that school. But it was like two two wrongs that I had to pick between. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was, it was really difficult. But mm. I'm sorry. I was saying that it, it, it must have been a real tough time for you, you know, to be it able. To yeah. juggle, you know, what's going on with your daughter, and then as well as going through, as you said, it sounded like a quite a, a traumatic, um, you know, it divorce. Well, so it actually was. I, I there were weeks when I had to go to the police station three times a week to file a report about stalking and threatening. So it was it was that kind of divorce. It was really horrible. Wow. Um, and then having to deal with this also. Um, yeah. But you know, for my children, you know, you go on and you survive and. And uh, you know I'm very strong, <laughs> in <laughs> my opinion. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so I decided to let her stay in that school. But you know, to this day, 
I still don't know uh, what would have happened if I would have taken her out of that school, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that that's all. It doesn't help me to think about this, but but you do. You you still yeah. think about this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but that was in the fifth grade. Then she went to high school, and she went to a school that had also it was like a, a talent school for children mm -hmm. who were good in acting and dancing and singing. And my oh. daughter always had a passion for this. Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter also was someone who always stood out in the group. She was mm -hmm. always different from other children. Mm -hmm. And that's what I found, you know, children who are a little different from um, from other children, mm -hmm. they have a risk to be picked on. Yeah. Um, but later on, you know, when they are adults, this uniqueness mm -hmm. that, that makes them, you know, just standing out of the crowd. Yeah. And yeah, that makes them unique. And mm -hmm. when my daughter went to high school, um, there were all these kids there who stood out. And yeah. a lot of those kids had been bullied also, yeah. um, you know, back in uh, in middle school. Yeah. But then in that high school, for those special talented kids, they were all different. Yeah. And like normal kids would be the ones to stand out. <laughs> yeah. There were, yeah. Yeah. There were kids there who had blue hair or pink hair, you know, yeah. and everybody was different. There were yeah. gothic kids. It was, yeah, it was an amazing school. Yeah. So that's where my daughter really flourished, you know, where she could really be herself and develop her talents. And yeah. well, today she is on um, on Instagram and she has almost 10,000 followers. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you see that's how amazing. it all turned around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a beautiful yeah. story. You know, it's yeah. a beautiful story for, for any parent or, or any student or, you know, Yes. You know, anybody listening to this, I want to I want to jump in and say, look, you know, what you just described there, you described two things, you know, what you were going through as a woman, you know, going through the divorce. And it sounded like and I want to touch on that a little bit, because it sounds like you were going through an element of bullying as well, you know, with oh, with God. what was happening, you know. And uh, so I, as long as you're, you're OK to, to talk about it, um, you know, so you had to deal with that. And, you know, on top of that, then your daughter is going through her experience. And, you know, and then she kind of she went to this to, to, to the school, you know, where kids then uh, are encouraged to bring out their talents, you know, and they're encouraged yeah. to be who they are. And that's yeah. the one thing I want to say, you know, I truly believe this in my heart. Kids, if you're listening to this or even adults, if you're struggling with this and you're still going through the bullying and everything else, I always say to people, there is a reason why we go through this stuff, you know, because generally we are the ones that can take it. We have the personality, we have the drive, we have the, 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 that willingness, that hunger to, to just keep moving forward. And what that does and what I found for me, I'm one of these people where I'm always optimistic even if the, the world's ending, I'll go, it'll be fine. Everything will be okay. And it always, it always tends to be. But the reason, well, exactly, right? Yeah. And, and this is the thing, you know, and, and the experience you just, you just described is exactly that. Listen, guys, hang in there. Because the thing is, as you mentioned previously, you know, listen, just because somebody's bullying you, let's not forget that we just don't understand what's going on for them at home behind closed doors because it's very easy for us to judge and say, well, he's a bully or she's a bully and blah, 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 blah. But actually we don't know if they're being bullied themselves. And what I found, and, and, and I'd like to get your, your, your view on this is that we, I often find that kids who are bullied, generally they tend to get bullied too. 
not necessarily in the same environment, but behind closed doors. So for them, their frustration is, is that they'll go in and they'll find somebody who's equally as weak as they are. And what they do is instead of reaching out to them, and this is where kids are, kids go wrong. Instead of reaching out to them and say, listen, I'm really struggling with this. This is happening to me. What they'll do is then they'll go to these kids and they'll bully them to make themselves feel better. But the, the fine line, which we often miss, is what they are doing there, although it's wrong, it's a cry for help. You know, so I, I agree. Do you, do you see what I mean? And I've learned that, you know, just because you're a bully or you tend to find haters now, you know, these people that sit behind the computers, you know, and they yeah. sit there and they, you know, and they target, uh, you know, celebrities or, or whatever, or people who are generally just doing well, exactly the same thing, you know, and I've I learned, know. you see what I mean? You know, and I've learned now to, not to kind of, I don't pity anybody in a sense where, you know, but what I try to, to do instead is, you know, through these channels, you know, with what we're doing now is to hopefully give them and anybody who's going through this, whether you're a bully, whether you've been bullied, you know, or whether you're, you've been through or you're going through these tough times, you know, is listen, you're going through it because you're strong enough. Hang in there because you will come out the other side. You know, I always say there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. If you can't see the end of the tunnel, find somebody who's the same as you. One of you hold a torch until you get to the end of that tunnel and you see the light, you know, because it's, um, it's very hard sometimes, isn't it? To go through these experiences and, you know, and, and to think, when is it ever going to stop? You know, and you've just described there how wonderful your daughter's doing now. You know, and, and it's so beautiful to see. And I just wanted to pick up on that because, you know, it's, um, it's really positive. And, and often sometimes we miss that these experiences can have a huge impact on us later on in a positive way, you know. So, um, yeah, I wanted to kind of just share that because it's, um, I think it's so important for, for, for people to see, you know, and for people to hear that, um, you know, that there is, there is, there is always a way out, you know, and as you, you yeah. talked about, you know, unfortunately the kids that don't get to listen to this, you know, the kids who take their own lives, you know, and, and it happens a hell of a lot, you know, and too much. Yeah. You know, and, um, I want to just touch on, um, on your experience. You know, you, you talked about going through this divorce and, uh, you know, and you seem to have gone through, you know, uh, uh, this element of, of bullying yourself, you know, and you've come out the other side. And I really want to commend you on that for being a real strong woman, you know, and 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 being brave and, and just sticking this through, you know, and actually being here to tell that story. I think it's really fantastic. So so thank you. Thank you. Um, talk me through what happened with you then. What happened? Well, it was... It, it all happened between 2005 and 2011. It was like six years. But the first, the first year, the first year and a half, that was really, uh, well, like a hell going through this. Because, you know, when people divorce, um, that happens. And it happens more and more these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, your children benefit the most if you just do this neatly and in a civil way and you know you don't have to um drink coffee together also but i think it would be preferable if you do but that doesn't happen for everybody i know this but Mm -hmm. at least be civil to each other and respect each other but for me my ex-husband also 
he had developed or developed at the time uh, mental health issues also that made him react the way he did, I think, mm -hmm. because no, at least that's the explanation I give to it. Um, he just changed like 180 degrees when mm -hmm. we divorced. Mm -hmm. um, and it started like with comments, you know, um, it's, it started like, I can give you an example, which was so scary for me because mm -hmm. it was in, in 2005 where in the Netherlands and maybe also other countries, but in the Netherlands in that year, there were a lot of family dramas going on, mm -hmm. like people getting divorced and then the ex-husband uh, killing the family and then mm -hmm. later on themselves. That mm -hmm. happened a couple of times. And yes. also that was in the news a lot. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't help. I think the news doesn't always help. No. So um, then one day, uh, because in the beginning, my ex-husband, he just had uh, visitation rights and everything. So one day I had to pick up the kids with him. And then he just said to me, hey, you heard in the news about all those family dramas. And I said, yes. And then he said with a really calm voice, this can also happen to you, you know. And I've, I have no witnesses, of course. Wow. And that's, you know, that's really smart of him because he did those things often without being any witness um, mm. around, you know. Mm. But he also did things that, um, you know, and that I could, you know, I don't want to say use, but that's what the police said because it was getting so bad uh, at a moment. At some point, I had to wear an alarm. Mm -hmm. uh, because he had threatened to kill me um, and the children also. Um, and I had to wear an alarm. I don't know if you have that in the UK, but um, mm -hmm. then where you press a button, then the police mm -hmm. knows where you are located. And uh, there are no questions asked. They just come, you know, if you press mm -hmm. the button, they know mm -hmm. it's serious and then they come. Do they have yeah. this in the UK? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they, they, I think they may have. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, In Holland, for, for go, women who are going, in, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's better if you don't need it. But there was a point when I needed this, and they only give this to women who are severely threatened, you know. So that mm. goes to say how bad the situation was. I mm. had to hide my car uh, when, when I parked it, because the, mm. if I parked it in my neighborhood, then the next day my car tires would be uh, slashed, you know. Or my, um, um, you know, the window cleaners, the little things that, yeah. you know, yeah. they were bent in all kinds of ways and I couldn't use them and that sort of thing. Or there would be yeah. letters in my mailbox uh, without a post stamp in the middle of the night. So if I would found this in the morning, then I would have known he was out there in the middle of the night. That mm. sort of thing. Gosh, and text mm. messages, mm. thousands of text messages accusations and and nasty names and mm. well, too much to go into for right mm. now but obviously um you know that's considered stalking and threatening mm. and uh, mm. he even had jail time for this at one point wow um, and in holland they are quite friendly mm -hmm. you know the justice department before they do something like this sure. so they really have to have proof yeah and a file before they do this, you know? And um, so it was a really difficult time for me. Yeah. Uh, being alone with three children at the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then also this happening to your daughter. But I think, mm. um, you know, that's my take on this, especially that's that daughter. You know, I have, 
I had two daughters and one boy at the time. Mm-hmm. Now I have more children. Yeah. But when I divorced, I had three. Yeah. And especially her, she was the middle child and she mm-hmm. was under seven when this happened. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she really took this uh, hard, these experiences. Mm-hmm. And that obviously traumatized her. Yeah. Uh, she started wetting her bed again during the divorce. Wow. Uh, yeah, she, this was just a girl who had gone through so many traumatic experiences and then mm-hmm. being bullied, not being invited to birthday parties. Yeah. Having an anti-Barbara club in your class. Mm-hmm. And and then now she has 10,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. Just, wow, you know? Yeah. So that's where you're right. It, it yeah. can all turn around. And there is um, every nasty thing that's going on in your life. It won't last forever. It yeah. will pass. Yeah. And that's what people really need to remember. And especially children. Yeah. But I, I can so imagine that children... Um, don't see this because when you're at a low point like this and you feel alone, you yeah. have no friends, mm. you think you have no friends. Yeah. Uh, and also bully children often think um, that they are the ones to blame for the bullying. Yeah. Mm. They think it's their fault. And then they sure as hell won't talk about it because they are ashamed to talk about it also. Mm. So it's, it's really uh, a big step for them to take to mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. not for all bully children, but for some bully children. And obviously, yeah, study shows that the majority mm-hmm. doesn't talk about it. Wow. So yeah. it's, a, it's a big step for them to talk about it. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, why parents and caretakers and teachers we really need to be so aware of uh, recognizing the signs of bullying. Yeah. And if we recognize it, then please act on it. You know, talk mm-hmm. to this child, approach this child and Yes. Make them feel at ease, make them feel comfortable and just let them talk to you about anything. And if they mm-hmm. and then if they talk to you, then also stay calm in your reaction. Yeah. Because that's also a part of why children don't talk about it, is because they fear the reaction of the adults. Yeah. They fear, you know, if I tell my mom or if I tell my dad about this child bullying me, mm-hmm. you know, then they will go up to the house of that child and bang on the door and then my mm-hmm. life will be completely held and it will mm-hmm. never go away. Yeah. Well, that's their fear. Yeah. So, you know, that's so important, recognizing, but also stay calm. If yeah. a child talks to you, that's a big step to mm-hmm. realize it's a big step for them and stay calm in your reaction. Yeah. So they feel, they feel safe to keep talking about it and, yeah. you know, because otherwise they will just shy away and they will never tell you anything again yeah. with all the risks that will come mm. with this. Yeah, obviously. absolutely. No, absolutely. And I think one of the one of the things which I think is, is very important, which um, I heard my daughter talk to me recently, she actually went through something in school just recently, you know, as, as long as like two weeks ago uh, with a group of girls. And, uh, you know, these girls were being exactly the same, just kind of uh, the way they behaved was was just disgusting. You know, they were just they were kind of bullyish. And she was in this group of, of friends. And um, and then one day they just walked up to her smirking and just smiling and said, you know, we don't want you to be in this group. You know, you just keep tagging along and we don't want you to be there. And she was heartbroken by that. You know, the way they did it was so nasty. Um, but 
the 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 my daughter knows thankfully you know that because we speak and because we are very open and her mum speaks to her too you know and and my wife you know we we are all very you know we communicate very well as as a family um you know That's so amazing. able to have that conversation with her yeah but thankfully through experience you know because um because you know I think as you've been through you know it's not something I want to see her go through you know and, and if anything. I did say to her, listen, this experience is only going to make you stronger, you know, but what I want you to do is I do want you to stick up for yourself and not to feel as though, you know, something is, is, is wrong or, or, or you're doing anything wrong. You know, I want you to feel empowered that, you know, you can stick up for yourself and, you know, and, and the teachers will be there for you if you need them. And one of the, the funniest thing is she got taken out of, um, of class and one of the girls, um, turn around and said that and this is a thing that happens as well um they said that she was snaking uh in other words you know you're being a snitch and i just want to say this to people who are listening who cares because the thing is you've got to understand and i say this to parents and i say this to kids who cares if these people are doing this to you um then they're not your friends anyway get rid of them you know, and I don't care about their opinion. No, exactly. Who cares whether you're snaking or not? You know, this is all about you and your well-being. You know, and you've got to be, you've got to be on top of this stuff. You know, and you've got to be prepared to take the right steps for you. You know, it's yeah. as simple as that. There's no such thing as snaking. There's no such such thing as snitching. You know, you've got to look after number one because effectively, you know, they're doing it for themselves. You know, and and as you said. It's almost like it's, um, you know, these, uh, you know, bullying takes away that power from the individual. You know, as you said, you use that word shame. It's a real shameful thing to have, you know, yeah. and instead of being empowered and to turn around and say, well, hang on a second, this isn't right. You know, I'm not going to let this happen to me. How dare you do this to me? What they'll do is they'll start to take that on board. It's their responsibility. It's my fault. You know, it's mm-hmm. my fault that this is happening to me. And, True. And, it's not, and that's not the case. It's okay. not your fault. It's no. never your fault. No. It's something it's, with the bully itself. There's a reason yeah. behind it, why they are doing this. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. children, children really, so I think it's wonderful, uh, your, your take on this. Mm. Uh, children really need to learn this and need to know this. And we as adults need to teach them, need to tell mm. them. Mm. It's not your fault and it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's something at their end. They have something going on. It's their mm. issue. Mm. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. You know, and so I want to talk about bully, bully aware because, you know, so how did it, I mean, I can imagine where it came about, but, you know, talk to us about it, you know, and, and, and exactly what it is and, and, and what you're doing with it. So what, what's, what's bully aware? Well, Bully Aware, um, I started this, Bully Aware, and um, it's a company that um, that makes online courses for parents uh, of children who are being bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I think, um, parents can have a very huge, important role in putting the bullying to an end. Um, so I have created a six-week uh, coaching program for parents mm-hmm. that they can take with their children, uh, where each week uh, they get exercises focused on a different topic uh, to turn the bullying around. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and and the goal is to save your child from the emotional damage of bullying. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and to prevent any more damage being done to your child and to, mm-hmm. you know, and my view is I love children. It, that's just my passion. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do something else than my, uh, my day job that I always had <laughs> sitting in an office. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to help people and I started thinking, well, which people do I really, really want to help? And mm-hmm. those are children, you know, children yeah. are, for me, the light of my life, my children, mm-hmm. I, they are a daily inspiration for me. Like mm-hmm. I said, they really know uh, what's important in life. You know, mm-hmm. they are just the best little people uh, on earth, I think. Yeah. So, um, and if there are children who are having problems, I think it's, so honorable to help them and to be able to turn it around because it can be done. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely turn it around. You have to um, make the children see and make the parents see that the environment surrounding the child, but also the child itself can change uh, uh, its attitude mm-hmm. and just stop the bullying. It, it will come to an end. You can mm-hmm. absolutely make this stop. And mm-hmm. that's what my program is all about to turn yeah. it around and to make sure that these children can have a happy childhood again. Yeah. That's my wish for all children, really. Yeah, no, fantastic. And is it available online? Yes, it's available online. Um, mm-hmm. It will launch uh, within a couple of weeks. Awesome. Uh, will, be, will be the first uh, launch for this course. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. a lot of parents, well, obviously I hope no children are being bullied and I will be out of work. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. That would be my, you know, my best wish. But yeah. unfortunately, that's not the case. The numbers yeah. are not lying. There are a lot of children who yeah. need help with this. Yeah. And also a lot of parents who need help with this. Because yeah. I I went through this myself, as I said, as a child, but also as a parent. And yeah. I felt powerless. Yeah. I did not know what to do. So I have really researched this. Um, I've talked to psychologists about this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have tons of experience being a parent, yeah. uh, having six kids um, yeah. and a combined family. You know, that's also a challenge. Yeah, of course. Um, yes. So um, so that, that's what I wanted to do, to create a program to really help parents, um, to help their children. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And, and I'd like to, do you have a website? So that, yes. What is it? Because I, I want everybody who's listening to yes. go to that website and, and check it it's out. It's really easy. It's uh, bullyaware.com. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And for everybody listening, I'm going to stick the uh, URL um, on the on the bio as well. So you can go and check it out. And you know, because it's such a huge thing, as you said, you know, I'm so passionate about helping other people, whether it's little people, whether it's adults, you know, and one of the things yeah. that I found is we all go through an experience, you know, and, and whether, Absolutely. yeah, you know, Absolutely. whether you're the bully or whether you're being bullied, you know, I, I'm, I'm starting to learn now, you know, whereas before my anger used to be directed at the bully, you know, and you bullied me and, and listen, and I know, you know, looking back, I think as some of my experiences, not, not that I wanted to, but I know that, you know, being a kid, I know that I've probably bullied a few people, not in a sense, you know, to, 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 hopefully not to the detriment of anybody but you know sometimes i went to an all-boys school 
So everybody's very boisterous. There's a lot of egos. There's a lot of testosterone. And, you know, and, you know, and sometimes, you know, these things can happen. And I've learned later on now, especially in life, you know, with, with the work that I'm doing and, and how I try to kind of live my life is to be a little bit more passionate and compassionate as well, you know, is to learn that we all have something going on. You know, it doesn't matter who we are. And and this is the question I want to ask you, because a lot of what you're doing is for the victim. Um, you know, have you or are you thinking about doing something for the perpetrators, you know, to, to help them to, to come out and, you know, and, and give them a solution as well? I actually have. Uh, that's not in this course that is uh, being launched very soon, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I have been thinking about um, creating a method for mediation, yeah. um, for bullying, um, mm-hmm. and then especially focus on children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because what I find, what often happens is it, it's a conflict really that you have. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's there's a conflict there. Mm-hmm. Um, the bully is bullying the other child, um, mm-hmm. and you know they have something. There are issues there yeah. uh, with both children mm-hmm. that need to be talked about. Yeah. And um, study shows that mediation is a very good tool to resolve conflicts. Yeah. You know, it helps adults uh, to keep them out of the courtroom. Yeah. Uh, and it helps families also resolve issues. So I want to create a method of mediation for children to mm-hmm. deal with this bullying. And I think that if we teach children at a young age, to talk about their problems mm-hmm. um, in a healthy way mm-hmm. and teach them how to resolve it together mm-hmm. uh, under guidance, then yeah. um, this will help them uh, in, in their later life also to help prevent those conflicts from happening. Or if they do happen, then they have learned how to resolve it. So yeah. it will prevent so much damage and it will prevent mm-hmm. so much pain. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think think you're right. It's absolutely important to include the perpetrators also. Yeah. uh, Because if you only help the victims, you know, then you have half the problem solved. Yeah. So if you help the perpetrators also, then you can create a cycle where, um, you know, where the the full issue is, um, you know, is talked about. uh, And then you can work your way through to a solution. Yeah. And I think that sometimes is the issue as well, isn't it? Because you actually mentioned this earlier in the conversation where you talked about your daughter, you're talking about her experience where she got taken out of class and, you know, and and you were thinking about putting her in a different school and it goes through this whole, you know, there is so much that gets involved into this into one person, but generally tends to be the person who's being bullied. But what happens is this, the bully then gets forgotten. And what do the bully yeah. does? They carry on bullying. And yeah. I think what teachers and parents, you know, and, you know, and just other people, I think we're all missing is that. And again, I'm, it's only because as we're talking, this is coming out, you know, so I'm just kind of saying it as it's coming out, really. Um, but I, I, I'm just starting to, to just to realize myself that, you know what, we, we're all responsible here for both children, you know. The one who's True. being bullied and the one who's 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 doing the bullying too, because you know I work with people all the time. You know I've been very blessed, you know, to 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 be able to coach people, to teach them mindfulness, and to to work with people in addiction, and you know, and, and to do this and spend time with you now doing this, yeah. you know, and to get this message, you know, a wider message. And the one thing I continuously see, you know, is is 
we all have an issue. We all have a problem, you know. Absolutely. And what I think could be a really good thing for us to see is let's remove that label, you know, and actually look at the problem. Because, and, you know, you described it as well when you were in that chain. And I think sometimes things happen as a chain, you know, where, you know, one person is being bullied, so they bully somebody else. And then the other person gets bullied, then they bully somebody else, you know. And sometimes it ends, you know, unfortunately, it, it can end really badly. But if we, if we remove the label and actually look at the problem, you know, with the individual, which I think sometimes schools could be missing this. And tell me whether you think this is right, where, you know, there is, of course, and it should be a focus on the person who's being bullied. But I don't think we should ignore the bully either, because the bully is clearly in pain around something. Mm. You know, whether they abuse themselves, you know, and sometimes, and, I, and I've spoken to people later on in life, you know, where they've said that they were being abused at home. You know, they were suffering from mental, physical, sometimes even sexual abuse. You know, and what was happening is they didn't know how to deal with that frustration, the shame, the embarrassment. So what did they do? They then went to school and took it out on somebody else. Or, as you said, you then go on to teenager or you then go into your adult life. And then what do you do? You then take that out on your partner and you become violent, you know. So these things yeah. can have an impact down the line. Your colleague in the workplace, you know, exactly. corporate bullying is also, is also a big issue, you know. Mm. And so that's why um, focusing on the bully itself is also very important because mm. otherwise he, he or she will continue. Yeah. So yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah, I think there there is none. Yeah, because you know they're they're both victims, right? Especially as kids, as well as you said, you know, kids are so innocent. You know, yeah. kids, you know, <laughs> you know, a young age. You know, I've got my daughter thirteen, my son, you know, twenty, and you know, Ruby, who's you know six weeks now. Uh-huh. Just that gap, you know, between them all, and and to see where life starts, you know, and and how we all continue. And as you said, you've got six of your own, and I'm sure you can see the difference in every single one of them, you know. And and what they experience in life is going to be very different, you know. And and that's the thing, isn't it? We need to um, we need to kind of take all of these things into consideration, don't we? You know, because it's um, you know, we all have emotions at the end of the day. It's just that sometimes how we deal with them is different, you know, from everybody else, you know. That's very true. And that's why I think that's why my focus is on children, because I mm. think if we can help children with this, then mm. they will be helped when they are adults also. And then they can help also children and other adults, you know. So mm. it's like a paid forward method in my eyes also. Yeah. You help children, you mm. help the future. Yeah. So that, that's why I really love helping children. Yeah. And, you know, the, the children who are being the bullies, they are also children. They are also mm-hmm. somebody's child, someone's daughter, someone's yeah. son. Mm-hmm. And I have a really good example about this because um, obviously I've talked to a lot of people about this and their experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, someone in my acquaintances told me that their son was bullying uh, a girl in his class and you know, those parents, I thought their reaction was so amazing. Mm. They made their son uh, after school go and play with this girl. Mm-hmm. They contacted the parents of the girl. Mm-hmm. They told them, you know, uh, we have noticed this and this is going on. Um, my son is bullying your daughter. I want to end this. And uh, they scheduled play dates. And now uh, the bullying has stopped. 
and this boy and girl are now friends. And I think that's absolutely yeah. amazing. That's yeah. such a good solution. And, yeah. and so that's why we as parents, we have mm. a responsibility to show our children uh, how, you know, that it's not okay uh, to bully another child. Mm. It's not okay. Yeah. And if you resolve it like this, I think that's just fantastic. It's a fantastic example wow. on preventing the bullying from going on. And it, it's a really good sign to their son also, yeah. you know, and it's not like mm. a punishment. No, it's like you know this girl. It's also somebody's child, and it's no. it's just a normal child. There's no need to bully her. Yeah, we will just go and play with her, and mm. you know, and now it's resolved. And I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely beautiful. And one of the yeah. things, some a very a very good friend of mine once said, you know, <clears throat> um, if somebody gets annoyed, or there is there is usually a, a negative reaction from somebody towards you it often means that they have something um, that they've seen in you that they need to look at, you know, That's so true. which is very true, isn't it? You know, and then, and, uh, and just the topic that we're discussing now, you know, with bullying, I think that's so, so relevant because often you find, you know, with kids and you generally tend to find unfortunately, and I hate to bring this up, but you know, class is, you know, is, is, um, often sometimes can be a problem again, purely because we label everything, you know, you're rich, you're middle-class or you're poor, you know, and sometimes what can happen is, is, you know, if you learn at home or anywhere, you know, you're, because we learn behaviors and we learn how to deal with things. But if you're taught that you're not good enough, you don't have money, you, we don't have this. And then you see somebody that has, what is that going to trigger in you? You're going to feel inadequate. You're going to feel, you know, not good enough. You know, and, and often that's something I think is important for, for parents to look out for. You know, <clears throat> I've, I, I, I've said this a couple of times, you know, uh, I'll use the word God. You can use the word higher power, but, you know, God gave us one of the most beautiful gifts in the world. And that's the power of voice, the power of words. You know, and I say to people, you know, especially parents, be careful how you speak to your kids. You know, Absolutely. be very careful Absolutely. what you teach them. You know, how to say things, you know, and I have to be careful myself. You know, I'm not perfect and often sometimes because, you know, I get very passionate. I say things on the heat of the moment, you know, and why? But you're only human, right? We're only only human. And, and, you know, being being a parent, it doesn't come with a manual now, does it? (laughs) It doesn't. But you're absolutely true. You know, the way you speak to your child, that becomes their inner voice. Mm. So. You have an amazing, a huge impact on uh, the well-being of your child, of their mm-hmm. confidence. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's very true. We as parents, uh, as caretakers, and also teachers, yeah. really need to be aware of the impact that we do have. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear stories about how sometimes teachers speak to children, or we see in the supermarket or something how mm-hmm. parents speak to their children. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're only human, and Sometimes I can imagine you're tired and I know, you know, but always be aware uh, the impact you have, the way you speak to your, to your child, it really becomes their inner voice. Yeah. 
No, it really does. It really does. And, you know, it's one of these things that, again, you know, this is not to say to any parents, you know, you're doing right, you're doing wrong, you're doing what you can, you know, and continue to do your best. I think that's that's what I've always said to, to anybody, you know, is just do your best, just try your hardest, you know, and, and that's what's important. And, and the beautiful thing about life is there is always room for improvement. So if you don't think you're doing enough, then just improve, you know, and it's as little as one step forward, you know, and, and I think that the, when we're talking about children, one of the things that we, we really need to just be aware of is just be mindful of the things that we say to them, you know, and exactly what you said. Sometimes we can be tired if it's been a long day or whatever it is, you know, often it's best to just say nothing. You know, action speaks louder than words. So a hug or just come and sit with me, you know, put your arms around them, you know, because even if you're just tired, I think, you know, as you said, kids are so simple. They haven't learned the, the, the social behaviors that we now have is, you know, you have to earn money. You've got to be, it's not even a millionaire anymore. You've got to be a billionaire. You've got to have cars. You've got to have this. You've got to have, you know, a billion likes on, on social media. All of these things are, are just not important. You know, when it comes down to, to the reality, not important. it's not right. important at all. Yeah. To the bare bones, it's it's one to one interaction. You know, I always say this and I believe this truly. If social media, if networks, if all telephones and everything, all of this was to die tomorrow. People say, oh, my God, the human race would die. No, it wouldn't. It's been around for millions of years, billions of years, in fact. Yeah. We continue to survive before. Yeah. And you know what? We'll probably do a hell of a lot better. Do you know why? Because we'll stop being behind computers. We'll actually have to go and socialize a lot more and be happy again instead of suffering. I know. And I think, you know, the (laughs) way people behave online is so different than the way they would behave when they actually see this person face to face. Absolutely. They would not have the guts to say the things they do anonymously on social media. No, of course not. But again, it's... Yeah, but it's the same thing, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's understanding today. My wife often says to me, I usually have my wife on one shoulder and my daughter on the other. My wife, often, they're, they're both my voices of reason. So my wife will say, don't jump in a ring. And my daughter will say, well, that's not very spiritual, is it? You know, so I have both of them in my shoulder. <laughs> Something's happened. I often hear both of them, um, you know, saying these things to me. But, you know, it's... um. It's a continuous thing, isn't it? And, and bullying is um, is something that unfortunately will also continue until the point where, you know, we start to realise that it's unnecessary, you know. And the, the one of the beautiful examples you also used was what those parents did to grab that little boy, take him over to that little girl, and they ended up becoming friends, you know. Yeah, and know. And this is the thing, right? I think often... It's the little things because, again, you know, human being, human emotion is is hard to read, you know, especially with a child. It's hard to read. So we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So when they're looking at that little boy or that little girl, we don't know what they're thinking. You know, it could be jealousy. It could be anger. It could be, you know, envy or whatever. And, And sometimes it's hard because there are some parents where, Again, you know, this goes generations and generations where they've just been taught exactly the same patterns and behavior. So they're just teaching their kids what they've been taught. So if they've been taught to not to believe that they're not good enough, then they're never going to amount to anything. Then what are they going to do? They're just going to pass that down. So to the parents, you know, don't believe the lies up here in your head, you know, 
understand. I always say to people, listen, if you want to see how beautiful your life is, even when you're at the depths of, you know, if you're swimming in shit, excuse my language, pull out a piece of uh, a pen and a paper and start writing a gratitude list. And if you don't know where to start, look above you, look at the sky, look at the sun, look at the trees, look at your, your kids. You know, these are all you can be grateful for, you know, and, and I tell my kids, you know, the best things in life are free. Yeah. They're free. Yeah. The best things in life. What are they? They are making beautiful memories with the people you love. Mm. It's, it's like, I love nature so much. And, mm. you know, I go out in nature with my kids and I show them the forest, the beach, mm. yeah. the sunset. Mm. And I think those are the most beautiful things there are. Yeah. And they, they don't cost any money at all. No, they don't. No, this is it. And these are things that will be around forever. You know, there'll be a, a, a listen, these things that are, you know, out here, which are completely free, will be around and has been around a hell of a lot longer than, than we have, you know? And, and, and this is the thing I, um, I laughed and, and said this. I was talking to my wife and I was actually talking to a friend also at the same time. And I said to them, what is it with human beings where we've come accustomed to, to suffering? We've become completely accustomed to suffering. We prefer to sit in pain whether it's hatred, stress, anxiety, depression, then, and we don't question any of these things. We often just go with it. Oh, it's a stressful day. I'm having a bad time. But as soon as things start to feel better, you start to feel happy, then people start to go, well, this is too good to be true. (laughs) I often say to people, are you crazy? You're questioning your own happiness. And that's when I say to people, get a piece of, get a, get a pen and a piece of paper go do a gratitude list, you know, and, and, and I, and I, and I ask every parent and every child, you know, to get into that habit because change your thinking, you change the way you feel. Right. Well, that's true. You know what? This is something I teach in my course also. Yeah. I teach this to parents and I teach this to children because if we teach this to children at a young age, imagine uh, (laughs) what a great mindset they will develop. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. You know, I only learned this, um, you know, not that long ago, actually. And Mm -hmm. I'm an optimistic person myself. Mm -hmm. But um, I find that uh, having a gratitude journal, it really helps change your mindset and be so much more positive. And then when something bad does happen, you're not that much affected by it. Yeah, which is very true. It's, it's, It's so true. And I think it's so important for 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 us to to start changing the way we're thinking now because it's um unfortunately and i don't really understand why I, I actually i do i think the the way society has, has become now is it's it's been this thing about control everything is about controlling controlling the way we see things controlling the way we hear things controlling the way that we're told you know this is bad this is not good stay away from this everything seems to be negative on tv social media not always but often you know and and it, and it seems that we're kind of just, you know, we need to start breaking away from that a little bit more, you know, and start to to just wake up to to what life really has to offer. As you said, yeah. you know, put your shoes on and just go for a walk, you know, I mean, go see nature, go see how beautiful, you know, life is. You know, I strapped Ruby, you know, onto me this weekend and we just went walking. You know, we went to visit some friends in the countryside. It was absolutely stunning, completely free. Yeah. But the most yes. beautiful views 
most beautiful views, you know, absolutely incredible. And as you said, you know, money can't buy these things. These things are free, right? That's so true. Yes. And, and you make the best memories doing so. Yeah. Yeah. Because when, when I look back at my childhood, um, my best memories are being in the place that I'm right now in. I'm in a vacation house of my parents. It's just a little house. You know, not a big villa or something, but yeah. uh, this is where I spent my summers as a child. Yeah. And back then, uh, I started coming here when I was six. And then I was six weeks of summer vacation. I was here and I had my friends here and we played outside all day long. I woke up, mm. I had my breakfast, I went out, <laughs> we played games, we went picnicking, uh, mm. you know, um, and it, we went to the play garden or something all day long. And then we would come back at dinner time. Yeah. And those are my best memories. It's mm-hmm. just outside in nature and just, you know, and having my parents here and during the summer. And, and those are my best memories. Yeah. And it's not a big house or it's not a vacation to some tropical five-star hotel or something. Mm-hmm. Children absolutely don't care about this. They just mm-hmm. don't. And that's why I love children so much. Yeah. They really appreciate what matters in life. And yeah. we as adults can so take an example in this. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we can learn a hell of a lot from, you know, from, from, from children, you know. And yeah. I often use and the animals also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> animals also. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't agree more. I, I often use this, you know, when I'm working with clients, I always say to them, look, you know, use the, uh, you know, the, the kind of that, the be childlike. I always say to, to some clients, you know, remember what you were like when you were a child or if they have young kids, I say to them, watch your kids, you know, look how limitless they are, you know, yes. with, you know, they, they, there is, there is no limitations to them. They don't turn around and say, I can't do this. I can't, they just do. They just get on with it. They just move one way, which is how we were made to be. They just move forward. And if they fall, they don't say I failed. They don't quit. They get back up and they do it again. And they continue to do this until they get to a certain age where they then start to be told, you can't do this, you can't do that. And then unfortunately, then they kind of go into that, into that cycle. But the beautiful work you're doing and I, and you know, I, I, I really hope it's a huge success, you know, and that you do help, you know, as many children as possible, you know, to, to realize don't get into that mindset, stay where you are and continue that journey as your daughter has, you know, she's gone and she's found herself and she's building a success. And I hope that she's an inspiration to younger women, you know, because we, we, you know, I think we need more of her, you know, and then I say to my daughter, you know, be a strong woman, you know, you're, it's, it's hard sometimes because sometimes you often you're, you're going to be on your own. And a, a friend of mine turned around and said to me one day, um, <clears throat> he said, usually while well, we were talking about addiction, I'm, I'm, I'm in recovery for, for addiction. And, uh, and he said to me, he said, you will find that often you will be drinking coffee on your own, you know? And, and I turned around and I said to him, I said, okay. I said, but well, that's, that's okay. I said, that's fine with me. I'm comfortable with my own skin. <laughs> I'm happy to drink yeah. coffee on my own, you know? Yeah. Yes. And we need to really, I, I so agree, we should really be free of all this social pressure. Mm. This, this, how many likes and, and it's, it's, it's really not important at all. Yeah. So you have coffee by yourself. So what? Mm. You should. 
enjoyed a few. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You talked about, you know, uh, about meditation, you know, practicing meditation and gratitude, yeah. like that, you know, and, and often, you know, when, when, you know, I, I do that as well. You know, I practice, you know, meditation every morning, my wife and I, you know, we, 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 we do it religiously, you know, and, um, one of the things I found is I can just sit and I tell her, I prefer, I cannot wait in the mornings when I wake up, she'll have Ruby or I'll have Ruby. She'll go and do her meditation and I'll come and then she'll come in and we'll, we do, you know, and we'll swap. But it's that time for us. We love spending time together. And, you know, when she's asleep, then we do a meditation together. But there is nothing better. And I teach this to people. The whole, you know, having your mind full is very different from being mindful, you know, Absolutely. and having that clear mind and being able to just sit there, not quiet, because your mind's never going to go quiet, but just to be able to sit in peace with yourself, you know. And often we forget that. You know, all of these things that we're seeking outside, you know, social media, all of these likes, whether you like my picture or my video, whether you don't, these things, they mean nothing. Because if these people ever disappear, one of the things you will realize is that the only person that really matters is you. And the only person you have to look after is you. You are your own responsibility. Nobody else is responsible for you. You know? That's very true. Yeah. Also something I teach in my course. Great. There you go. Yes, yes. Because I think, you know, bully children, they have their heads full with problems. Yeah. Oh, and we, we don't want this for our children. We want yeah. them to have this free mind, this limitless mind. Like you mm. said, you know, mm. they are uh, full of opportunities and, and they see chances everywhere. You know, yeah. that's what I like about children. Yeah. But bully children are different. Yeah. Uh, if they, you know, if the bullying has really kicked in, then yeah. it can really change your child, you know, and, and that's, mm-hmm. that just breaks my heart. But you, as I said, you can turn it around and yeah. gratitude and meditation also for children. Yeah. Um, it has a, such a positive effect. And if you do it yeah. together, yeah. You know, uh, as a family, mm. you know, then you will have a, a wonderful quality time moments yeah. uh, where you just be together and be quiet. Um, you know, just the three of you or the two of you or whatever yeah. your family situation is. Yeah. And it can really help the bonding also. Absolutely. And really clear your mind and the mind of your child. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So just um, one final thing. So have you got a date for when the, the, the course is, is going to launch? Um, it will start the 1st of December. 1st of December. Awesome. Good. So we've got a date. So I'm yes. going to stick it on there and, I'm, and I'll get the link um, also at the uh, uh, on the bio as well. Tisha, thank you so much for, for, for taking the time to speak to me. I really, really enjoyed that. And, uh, and you know what? Thank I just, you so much. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing your story and, and you know, and, and really going into detail with, you know, with, with what has happened. And, you know, but you know what the most important thing is, is the overcome, you know, the adversity, you know, and um, I wish you nothing but, but success with this. And, and I hope that we can do a part two, you know, and, and catch up on, you know, on some more success stories as well. Thank you. I really like that. And I really appreciate this interview. Thank you so much. And, you know, if your listeners have any questions uh, about bullying or about the course, they can just message me on Facebook. I have an open profile. 
just send a message and then I will get back to them. Perfect. So just one last one so that people can reach you. Um, do you want to just tell them your website and if you have a, an email address or, or your link? Uh, well, the website has a contact option also. It's bullyaware.com. And uh, I have a page on Facebook also, also called Bully Aware. Um, and, you know, but through my personal uh, account on Facebook, I have an open profile. So people can just find me and uh, reach out. Perfect. Excellent. I'll, I'll put your, your link on there as well for, for your profile. So if anybody has any questions, yep. if you want to reach out to you privately, they can do so. Fantastic. Listen, guys, thank you so much for listening. Tisha, thank you once again for, for, for being such an amazing guest and coming over. And guys, if you have any questions, I'm going to put the details, um, in the bio and, um, thank you so much. Have an amazing week, amazing day, evening, whatever you are in the world. And I will see you again in the next episode. Have an amazing one. Take care.